What's happening, everybody, and welcome to this another edition of the Dell and Keith Show. I hope you're all well out there. I'm Derek Kernahan, and as always, I'm joined by my good mate Keith Anderson. Keith, how are you doing tonight, mate? You all right? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, all good, man. All good, all good. Thank you. A good weekend of seeing the Bears get nearly getting back to normal as well. So it's been that. It's been good. Aye. How was your weekend? No, it was decent, mate. Aye, aye. Um, mostly good. Aye, and like you say, Sunday. Um, Starting to look a bit, a bit more like it. So, hi. Yep, yep. On the, on on the upturn for what is a busy week ahead. So, I this week, this week we're pretty much going to be discussing last week um, and everything that happened with the European game and then the game on Sunday, and then we're also going to be looking ahead as well to the second leg of the European game and also the Old Firm derby um, on Sunday as well, which we're both looking forward to very much. So, mate. Aye, mate, aye. Starting to, starting to get the old battle fever. I know there's an important European game, but that just tightens it, doesn't it? When you've, it got, you've got two big games quite close together, that whole Thursday-Sunday thing, you know? You're like, yep. oh, you've, Thursday, you're right up for it, and obviously got a lead in the tie, and we can talk about all that soon, but aye, ready, just ready for ready for battle, man. And also our first old firm game back at Ibrox, which seems like forever. Ah, it's well. crazy, isn't it? And especially considering how successful the old firm games were last season in, in general, you know, like three, three, uh, oh, sorry, four wins and a draw, wasn't it? Yeah. include the cup. Yeah. So, um, you're just like, oh, come on to Christ, let's keep, let's keep that going. Keep it going, right. we'll, we'll talk about, about, you know, how things are poised and all that, I'm sure, and within the next hour or less. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. But just first, before we get that as well, there's been some, um, been a video um, basically leaked online this week of some some Rangers fans going up the road to Ross County Sunday singing some um, unsavoury things as well. We just want to say that we just, well, it's a podcast, we stand with, you know, we we, we, we we don't condone any racism or anything of any kind. And it was also so good to see that the club um, releasing a statement and also getting out there early and, you know, taking action, Keith. I think all, all you can do as a as a club and a, a wider fan base is, is deal with it quickly, right? These unsavoury things happen. You can't take it back or whatever, you know. Um, so you just need to act accordingly and I think the club's done that and I think uh, especially with having the old firm game, you know, at the end of the week, I think it was it was good that the club acted quickly and decisively, you know, to, to give a real clear message to, to the fans about, you know, what what will happen. So let's stamp this out and, and know non-barris ourselves or make a, make it even worse for ourselves on, on Sunday so I think it was key uh, given the week we've got yeah yeah exactly exactly right mate let's get into the football talk now then um, so so last week then it started we'll start from because we, we spoke a bit about the Dunfermline game um, before that but it started on Thursday night at home to how do you say it again Keith? Yeah, I, well I, I don't know how you say it in Armenia but I say it Alishkert Alishkert yeah yeah yeah, so we played Alasker on Thursday night, finished one nothing to Rangers, Alfredo Morelos scoring into the second half. Obviously, there was a bit of controversy in the game as well, with, with John Lundstrom getting sent off for two very, very silly yellow cards, I think, as well, um, as well, which put us up against it just before half-time. However, we, showed our, we sort of showed our class and sort of grinded it out, I would say, more than anything, um, to get that, get that goal to take over there. Um, first of all, what did you make of the what did you make of the opposition we played? I wasn't I wasn't very impressed with them, particularly once we went down to ten. They didn't really 
they didn't really offer much, did they, in terms of, you know, I thought I was a bit worried going, oh, now they're going to come out and come against us. But they, they didn't really, they just sat in unless they were, that was their game plan to take us back to, you know, t- take us back, take us back home and, you know, try and win the game there. Uh, I think if you'd said to them before the game, there's 1-0, they would just have said thank you and got back on the plane and went home. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think they've probably looked at it and thought, right, fair enough. I think you're right. It no no at half time and us down to ten men, I would imagine their managers said, Look, just don't lose it. I don't think they've committed to try and win the game, as you say. I don't think they thought, Oh, there's an opportunity. Let's go and let's go and get a win actually and set set the cat amongst the pigeons big time. I think they've still just come out and thought, right, let's not lose it. And they'd have been happy with one now at the end of the game. Even though they played a, a, a more than a half against 10 men, I don't think they care. I think they looked like they were still pretty happy with one now. Um, I don't think it deflated them in any way, shape or form. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. What did you make of um, Lindstrom's two cards? The, the man's probably took pillars everywhere this week, but he deserves it, I think, for 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 his for his, you know, performance on the pitch and those two silly cards? Uh, I mean, first one's the first one. I think once you know you're on a yellow, um, he's an experienced enough player. There's there's no excuses. It's it's utter stupidity. The first one, you're kind of like, I okay, fair enough. You, you take it, do you know what I mean? Like, it's it, there's, a, there's, there's, there's something in it, maybe. But it, once you know you're on a yellow, you've got to be smarter than the second one. There was just no need for it. So stupid. Deserve to go. And... Aye, like you say, he's rightly going to get take the criticism, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a good thing he misses he misses the next game, and then he can just stay at home and doesn't need to travel. And I, I don't know. We'll maybe talk about would you play him against Celtic or whatever. But um, aye, I think uh, like you say, on balance, it was it was fair. And it's I think it's fair to say the guy's not really had a, had a good start to his Rangers career. But no, um, but we, we spoke about this last time and said. He's going to need time. He's going to need games to get up to speed and back to fitness, and you know, a new country, a new team, you, all that stuff still applies. But uh, he's not had a he's not had a good start to his career. No, no. I think the the the, the two cards. The first one's definitely definitely a yellow card. Um, the second one is a yellow card in Europe. Definitely, hundred percent. Maybe at home he might have got right. That's a that's your last warning. Aye, aye. But in Europe, that's law the book. You're you know you're away. You know and he he deserved it. And it's just so silly of them. I was so angry when I was when I was at Ibrox and and Thursday night because I was thinking after that goal that he scored against Dunfermline, which was a good goal. Aye. You know you were surely thinking that's his confidence up now. He's going to come on a wee bit and do something. You know, but again he wasn't he wasn't you know. He, he, he let the fans down and he let he, he let the club down and his manager down. But I think when he came on and against Ross County um, on Sunday, he put in a good performance. He put the ball through for a goal, you know. So he sort of, you know, he's, he's going to he is going to go up and down. But like you said about Thursday, I guess that gives him a wee chance to get out the limelight, out the spotlight a wee bit now. And you know, we've got we've got Camaradona back in now. That's his suspension up. So ah, it's um, a big big shot. I think we've I think we've missed going Camara so much in that midfield. Um, as well, so it's it's um, but yeah, it was. We seen each other. We after we left the game, and we were we were dis- disappointed, weren't we? We were frustrated, you know. After the game, you know, even though you win, it was like, you know, the yellow card or the, the red card. Sorry, put us on the back foot, but you know, there was a few opportunities in there. Alfredo had a Morelos before he scored had a header, you know, for the ball whipped in, and it was oh, it was just it was easier it was easier to um. 
it was easy to score it and miss it, and he managed to miss it um, right in front of the goals as well. But yeah, it was just a case of a frustrating, a frustrating night. But we got the victory, and that's all that that's all that matters when you're playing in Europe, isn't it? I I think I mean before the tie, we knew we were going to be favourites. We knew they were going to just sit back um, and try no no lose heavily. And it was going to be a bit frustrating. It was going to be a bit tough. And like you said, the, the important thing now is just make it to the groups. Just get through this this tie in any way that you know. As long as you get through, we don't really care. But I think, like you said, the problem that we felt after the game was just the performance. If we'd only won one 0 but it played amazing, I think we would have felt we'd have, we'd have been feeling not too bad. But yeah. it was the it was the manner of the the one 0 I think as well. You know, because like you said, we we won the first half was was pretty dire. Um, and then second half, we, we we probably should have had a few more, but still weren't they anywhere near our, our scintillating best, I didn't feel. Um, so I think it was just the season so far, it's been a bit, you know, to that point, it was just another another game that was a bit of a slog more than it should have been. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And then after that, you have a you have a tricky, tricky, tricky tie up to Dingwall. It's never easy going up there um, as well. And, you know, finished... Um, Ross County 2, Rangers 4 pretty contra- uh, contra- uh, comprehensive victory sorry, um, from Rangers however a few lapses at the back caused a bit of bother however some unbelievable um, bits of finishing like Joe Rebo's goal as well um, and stuff like that as well and um, Alfie's goal which seemed to trickle by the goalie in slow motion <laughs> as well but yeah it was what did you make of what did you make of the, the game first of all? Um the Ross County game, Keith. You 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 obviously watched all of it. I well I, like you said, the you have you've kinda of summed it up pretty well. I think that the result flatters Ross County, if I'm being honest. Um I think they had two attacks and two goals, um and that was the only time they the only two times they did the ball in half, it felt like, you know, it was uh, Rangers were, were very dominant, lots of good attacking play, good quality goals, um I third one was it was it was a wee bit of a wee bit of a weird one where like you say you kind of feel like how did how did the goalie not get that but to be fair to Alfie it, it was right in the corner you know I mean I clips the post on it so yeah you know it, it's it's right in there it was kind of like um, remember Kenny Miller scored one like that against Celtic where he just breaks through the defence and then just passes it and Boric goes down and watches it go by him and it's pretty yep. slow but it, listen it crosses the line and that, that's what that's what makes it a goal and they all count the same so um, now I thought we were good going forward we spoke last time about being a bit ropey at the back and I think it's fair to say that um, you know we didn't we didn't cover ourselves in glory um, the first goal for, for Ross County in particular I felt that I think they they scored with like a kind of third wave type thing um, so they had like a they did an attack where the ball goes across the box, then goes back across the box, and then they won a free kick. And then for the free kick, the ball goes across the box, and then the ball goes back across the box, and they get the goal. And you're like, in, in all of those times, we've made multiple errors. Do you know what I mean? Like, with any, we looked at sixes and sevens. It was only a, a 30 second spell, but they've put, you know, we're not stopping the cross. There's an unmarked man at the back post, you know, and it happened a few times where they've just got the balls in too easy and there's men unmarked and they just, it took them the fourth attempt to score. But, you know, that way we, we kind of, we looked a bit ropey at the back. I thought like, oh man, if they if they go forward more, if they could find opportunities more and we defend like that, they'll score more here. Do you know, like that, that's how it, that's, it was kind of one of those games where we looked 
at the back, like we would concede every time they went up, they just only ever got a chance to attack like once or twice. That that was it. So yeah. not not bowled over by the defence, but um, going forward, we looked we looked more like ourselves. I thought there was lots of good movement. Everybody had a really good game. I think Kamara being in there just makes a big difference, as you touched on, and we missed him. And against Malmo, he he makes a big difference for me. So I think um, I will start to look a bit more like it. Um, Alfie's getting fitter you know that's the thing he came back and we rushed him into Dundee United when you know he was barely fit and just, just off the plane and straight onto the, the park pretty much do you know what I mean so um, I think we're starting to see the benefits of Alfie it was more more like Alfie he was he was hungry he was working the defence he was he was well, he's got a goal he's got great link up play you know he's playing people in it was Alfie last season when he was a real yeah. handful he's dropping deep creating space for runners and in, in beyond he, he did I've written that we were talking about last year that Oh, you know, he's matured, he's more well-rounded, all that sort of stuff. It was that sort of performance from him. I thought it was it was top-notch. So, some big big performances and a good time. Some of these players maybe starting to have a bit of confidence. You mentioned uh, Lundstrom. I think Arebo getting a goal, that'll do him That'll do him no harm in his confidence. So, hopefully yeah. going go and post more numbers. So, some definite positives mid to front, but I think the back still still looked a bit ropey, man. No stopping crosses efficiently enough. And no marking our men, you know, just being out of position and, and leaving people unopened at a back post, far too easy. Yeah, I, I heard something that this was Ross County's first shot of the season that they scored with. Um, <laughs> it, was, it, it, was their, it was their first shot on target or something like that, in the box. And they all season? From, uh, all season. Um, and they scored for it. So that's a wee bit, that, that, is, a bit, that is a bit concerning um, as well. The other thing that I'm getting quite concerned about is we don't have a, we don't get a settled lineup yet. It seems like it seems like Gerard is, tight. obviously he's got his reasons for doing that, and we obviously trust him with everything that he does. But it seems like <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but I don't well, know. Yeah, you know, obviously he's got he's got a bit of credit in the bank for last season. He's got a lot of credit in the bank for last season, so put it that way. Aye, aye, um, aye. But based on you know, there seems to be a lot of tinkering in there as well, and you know, I think that shows when we've played six games this season, conceded seven goals. Um, as well with you know it's just no it's just no like domestically it's just not it's just no us considering last season um as well and obviously we've changed our partnerships everywhere you know the midfield hasn't been the same for two games in a row the defense hasn't been the same you know we've had we've had Borna and Barisic out uh, Bassi out um you know we've we've had that we've had Balligan out Halander in and vice versa Samson Simpson in as well for a few Aye. games as well so there's a lot of changes happening in there um, as well and in the midfield it just seems to be the only, the only number one for the only consistency in the midfield has been Davis most of the season Aye. Um, other than that it's been you know it's been Arfield, Lundstrom Kamara's obviously been suspended I think if Kamara wasn't suspended he'd have been in there every week um, as well so it's a, it's, a, it's a big change and obviously we've got Bruce suspended as well in Europe so Roof's in for the league games and then he's out for Europe, he's in and out. And I think it's just because the games are coming thick and fast and now it is the start of the season. There has been boys who have came back late because of the Euros and, you know, Copa America with Alfredo um, and Alf- uh, Alfredo's case as well. So there is a lot of there is a lot of boys who are just coming back now and, you know, they're finding their feet. Like you said, Morelos, you know, when he first came in, the Dundee United game didn't look, you know, it looked like he'd been away, whereas now he's sort of Hitting the hitting it running now, as you would say. So I think it is building up confidence, but I'm just a bit concerned about the 
the number of changes every week that he's making. Aye, no, I agree. I think that um, the, the, the lack of consistency has been a problem. I think we'll see changes on Thursday and then given the travel, we'll probably see changes for Sunday and then yeah. it's international break and when we come back for that, it's kind of you're into the no more excuses territory because like you say, you know, people come back late, suspensions, that sort of thing. Maybe, you know, then with Alfie coming back late, we've rushed the Cala and he's picked up a wee knock, a wee injury, you know, a wee groin thing that, that Gerard said was kind of the management's fault or they played a part yeah, by asking that, him yeah. to do too much too soon. So there's that, you know, so I think hopefully by the time, you know, we get, we'll get these two games out of the way, I'd love to say that we'll, we'll go and, you know, some, like you say, it's settling, so we'll go and pick the same team on Thursday and then on Sunday. With the travel, I wouldn't be confident in that. Yeah. Um, so it's it's maybe a case of the international break, then we come back and we really hit our stride. Maybe we can get, you know, new signing Bakuna, get him a bit of, a bit of uh, energy and stuff in the legs, you know, who, who knows, because he's, you know, he's, Gerard had said he's not um, played since June or something like that. Nah, like, or played, May I or don't something. think he's played this season for Huddersfield yet. Obviously, Two so, or three seasons into their league, but in the championship, but he's not played yet. So we need to get him some, you know, time on the training pitch. Maybe a wee closed door friendly or something like that during the internationals or whatever, and you know, try and get him some minutes. So um, I think hopefully by then we'll start to start to see it. And for me, you're right. It starts with the, the back four, back five. Really, the, the goalies have chopped and changed a bit as well. Um, but even even at that, let's put a put a pin in the goalies. You'd like to see a stable back four. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of chopping and changing the back four. Maybe yeah. one comes out every second or third game or whatever. Fair enough. But when we, you know, it's it's, it's you're chopping half of it every game. That for me isn't a recipe for success. Maybe maybe we're a bit old fashioned. I don't know. But it just doesn't doesn't fill me with a lot of confidence when you see that. Yeah, I guess we've been spoiled a bit from last season as well. When you look at how settled we were as well and then it was just the only really changes well was a few changes you know every few weeks in the middle of the park or else maybe like Hollander out in Balligan eh, and Balligan in sorry for um, for the games but other than that it was a settled you know it was McGregor it was Tav it was Borna and it was Goldson and then, and then if Hollander was fit he was in if he wasn't it was Balligan so it was a it was, it was a set team wasn't it and it was you know very much a set back line and even the midfield you know it was it was Davis, Kamara in there every week. And then you had either Scotty Arfield, you know, or, you know, I mean, we, we did have a settled team most of last season. I guess it's just everything that's happened this season has made it like this, isn't it? You know, with the Euros and stuff like that as well and the Copa happening. Aye. Well. And it doesn't help if, you know, um, Golden's not necessarily started the best and maybe that's partly because there's been chopping and changing partners beside them. But, Balligan's definitely not started the best, and I, I no. don't think you can you can necessarily you know deny that. When Borners played, he, he didn't look he didn't look fit when he played against Malmo, and then he's obviously Bassies came in. Tav's not particularly started the season anywhere like how he started last season. Do you know what I mean? So there's there's a bit of there's inconsistency, and there's also we can't get away from the fact that the form's just not as good. Kent, who's been about and not been away. He's not started, you know. So some of these boys have not been anywhere. They've not been to the Euros. There's no excuses for them to not be fit and not be, you know. That these are these are boys that are at their, their prime, if you will, as far as you know that anybody can be at this point in the season. So you know there is there is also a bit of confidence and form that's maybe not quite there. That will take time, and hopefully when we get 
the consistency in the bodies um, and a consistency in selection that you know we get a few wins, get a few wins on the in a row, then all of a sudden that confidence is back and people are playing a wee bit better. But there's definitely been a slow start uh, form wise as well for some key yeah. players, which I think is unavoidable. Um, and uh, you know nobody can deny it really. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's been a bit of a worry. However, we do have another massive week this week already with a few games into the season. You know we've got the the return leg in Armenia, then. Thursday night, and then we've got Celtic at Ibrooks on uh, Sunday, which will be amazing to be back at an old forum game and the atmosphere as well. And also, uh, apps, hundred uh, percent being just crowded in there as well will be will be very special to see um, as well. But but let's have a chat about Thursday night then, Keith. What are you what, what are you expecting on Thursday night? Do you see some changes? Do you see like maybe you know McGregor getting left and? You know, because obviously they put McLaughlin into the squad, they took um, Fashion Sakal out and put him in as well, obviously thinking ahead to this. Do you see any other changes happening? Do you see anybody getting left behind and, or anything like that? If you had a crystal ball, you know, do you see anything happening? No, no, not massively. I I don't think we can take a gamble. You know, like if you if you go over there and, and you leave Ruth Morelos at home, you know, going one on Sunday. And you go with Itton up front, and it doesn't work. And you, you know, is it inconceivable they could win one nil and take it to penalties? No, and then you never know what's going to happen, right? So, um, you're going away in Europe. You're going far away <laughs> in Europe. You, you can't take any chances. If this was game five of the groups or game, you know, like whatever, kind of like what we did when we went. Where did we go last year again? Who were we playing? Was it the Polish team? Yeah, and, and we won 2-0 away and Itton starts up front and scores and it's a bit of a changed side and you're like right you know it's, it's not that if it's that situation absolutely but now nah, this is a this is a this is a must win so I don't think we take too many chances I think we see a, a strong team there'll probably be a few changes because you know that seems to be the way um, I think we lunched them suspended Kamara picks himself doesn't he in midfield I think yeah um, so Yes, aye, that, that's, I go for a pretty strong side, not taking too many chances, not leaving any of the, you know, too many of the big stars at home. I think McGregor's a good shout and, and leave leave him here and, and take take uh, McLaughlin and start him and you probably, you know, nobody's losing sleep over that. He's a solid, solid goalkeeper and hopefully he's not going to be too busy anyway because if you pick a strong enough team, you retain the ball. They probably need to be a wee bit more attacking, certainly as the game goes on. Going one, two, or three nil. I think you know. I think we'll probably be more comfortable, um, especially if we play some of the attacking stuff like we did um, on on Sunday uh, yesterday against Ross County. So hopefully, hopefully it'll be um, it'll be good. And if you can go, I know we said this about the first one, but even just go go and get three nil up at half time, and then it's a training exercise and just cruise, make a few subs. Do you know what I mean? Just cruise it. I think Europe's still five subs in it. So yeah, um, you know. Just make make use of that. That's what if I was DVG, that's what I'd be telling the players. Let's go and get this killed by half time. Be professional. Do that whole Barca thing where you go and blitz it in half an hour and then just chill for an hour. It's a training match. Do you know what I mean? Because everybody knows it's done. Um, that that's that's the kind of thing I'm I'm hoping for. Not saying I expect it, but I think we will be better. Uh, and I think they'll probably be a wee bit more open and it'll probably be a more comfortable scoreline than, than the home leg. What are you? What are you thinking? I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping that's the case as well. I think, I think you make a good point about, you know, if we, you know, I guess it's difficult if you're if you're playing the first, you know, like 
if you say we go out and batter them for the first 45 minutes and then we still haven't got a breakthrough then it's, it's, it's a difficult one isn't it you know what do, what do you do at that point you know do you keep going or do you, do you just stick to your plan and taking a few people off and stuff like that but I think if we go for the intensity that we had against Ross County then we should fairly comfortably based on what I've seen of them at Ibrooks, we should fairly comfortably beat them um, based on you know obviously I've, I've only seen one game of them so I can't really can't really comment you know that dude on them you see that, but I, I think it's I would, I would like to see us going out there, batting them for a while, get an early goal, and then for you know an early goal or two, and then after that, like you said, come into a training session. Because Aye. after that, they need four to get through. After if we get two or three, if we get three up, so that's not going to really happen. So I, if we get if we get a few goals up, turn into a training session exactly, and keep the legs fresh um, for for the big game on Sunday. Aye, and I think it's important, right? It's too early in the season for us to be going into games and. And, and giving up the momentum because if you you know it's it's massive in sport and if you get up you, it's not it's not just a you can't just flip a switch and then oh the momentum's yours now thanks we'll take it back it can be hard you know so I'd rather like every game you want to go out and you want to start fast you want to start intense you want to put them under pressure you want to make them fold and and win break their spirit you know it's kind of like maybe I I kind of go too much into into like a fighting mode but it is it's just go out and take their soul do you know what I mean just break their yeah. spirit just be in their face be hard and then they're like oh I can't be arsed with this today man this team are right up for it you know what I mean and and that that that's what I'm looking for every game so go and do that go and kill the tie because like you say we've already got a goal so if you go and get two or three are they going to go and score four or three or five or something no right they're, yeah. they're not going to do that so we can then go and and kind of enjoy the rest of it and if we go out and we, we go out too slow, they're, we know what they're going to... I mean, we don't know, right? But we're confident they're going to give us the ball anyway. We're going to have most of the ball. So we might as well go out with some intensity and try and do something with it rather than just tippy-tapping it about and farting about with it and doing nothing with it. And then the longer it goes at 1-0, the more it suits them, you know? Yep. Yep, definitely. So it's making... It's getting a... It's going to be, a, it's going to be some weekend. And obviously after that, we've got the... We've got the Celtic game as well at Ibrooks, but um, obviously, like we mentioned earlier, there isn't going to be any away fans. Obviously, there was only going to be seven hundred after, you know, if they were coming. But Celtic couldn't give Rangers the guarantee that we would get that in the return leg, you know, at Christmas at I at, at Parkhead. So Rangers went, oh well, you know, gain is it? We'll, you know, we'll, we'll take our tickets away, which I think have every right to do. You know, if, if the club is saying we can't guarantee you, we'll give that. Then, oh well, okay, I think Rangers. Rangers act within their interest there. Um, definitely. So we're going to have a full house at Ibrooks or Bears. The place is going to be pandemonium. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing to see as well. Everything that's going to, that's going to happen. Um, again, much changes in the team. I see like if, if McGregor's out, then I can see if McGregor's out for Thursday, if he's not travelling on Thursday, then I can see him coming back and obviously into the team. As well, but yeah, I would like to see some consistency in there, um, as well, and you know, just the same intensity that we've had from. Mostly, they are a different team from last season. A few wee changes in there they've made and stuff like that as well. But we have no reason, absolutely no reason to feel them. Um, you know, we're the champions at the end of the day. Sure, everybody's does a big media thing about how how they're the best things in sliced bread now. But if you look at it, they've had the exact same start of the season as us. Put the Champions League, same as us. You know, they're in the they're winning in the Europa League stage. They've played, they played their games. They've lost one as well. So the the twos are neck and neck. 
pretty much. Yeah, we're getting seen that Rangers are in a crisis, whereas Celtic are flying. It's, you know, when you look at it that way, it's it's crazy, isn't it? Hi, hi, it's, it's crazy. And listen, you know, we, we said this the last time. We, we know we know what the, the situation is in Scottish football. We know how they feel about us. We know how the media feels about us. You know, we, we, know, we know the script. They know the script. They'll still try to pretend they're the victims. They still try to pretend the media hates them. Everybody knows the actual script. Whether they're willing to admit it on camera or whatever is, is a different ballgame. But we all know the truth, right? You need to be daft not to know the truth. Yep. So... As we said last time, they don't like us. We genuinely don't care. It, it yeah. does not matter. Um, what matters is we show up on the football pitch, play to the best of our abilities, play to our form, play with the belief that we're a good team. And like you say, we've got nothing to fear. Absolutely nothing to fear. Nothing at all. Um, whether we're going to win the game remains to be seen. But if you go out and do that, that's what anybody can do. If you get beat, and they're better on the day, and they're better on the day, it happens, right? You know, it's football, it's 38 games over the season. I still think we'll win the league, but I believe that we're still the best team in Scotland if we show up, and I think if we show up, um, we're a, the, the, the kind of a strong team that we're hopefully going to be picking, then, man, if I think we'll beat them on Sunday, you know? It just yeah. depends on what we do. If we show up like we did against Dundee United, then it could be a very uncomfortable day and it could be an unflattering scoreline. But if we show up like we did, um, you know, last season or at our peak at Ross County um, or whatever, then we'll win comfortably. It's what, yeah. it's, it's an old fun game, right? Anything can happen. That's the beauty of it. That's why we love them. But nothing to fear, man. Absolutely nothing to fear is right. And that's the mentality that we need to have in the squad. We need to find a bit of belief. Because if we get and play with the belief that we're the best team, then I think we'll we'll cause them many problems. Could actually be a very entertaining game for the neutral. You know, we're a bit ropey at the back so far. They're better going forward than the other at the back. Could be quite a high scoring game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It could be a. You would say that this game is a game for the the neutrals. Most all, I imagine most all foreign games are game for the neutrals as well. Um, you know, if you're if you're watching them, you know we've went through a lot of torture watching Rangers against Celtic over the last few years. Obviously not last season, or you know coming up to that, but. You know, during the Warburton, Pedro, Martira, we've seen a few scalpings in there. But um, I think, you know, over the last few years, this has been the most even it's been for a while. And it's, you know, it's 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 so good to be back and showing everybody what we can do. But uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a cracker. Um, and we say it's that, right? We say it's that because they've spanked a couple of Diddy teams yeah. and did well against Alkmaar, right? So if we... If you take Alkmaar as the only game you look at and you think that that could have been a slippy one and they did all right. But apart from that, if you actually look at the evidence, we mentioned it earlier, five times we played them last season, four wins and a draw. There's absolutely no reason to actually believe, apart from what's in the papers, that it's even. Do you know what I mean? Like, what, what evidence is there to say that they're on the same level as us? Nothing really, a, no. you know. A couple of we're a wee bit worse this season than we were last year, and they're looking a wee bit better. But they've played weak teams at home. The only game that they had away, Hearts beat them. You know, so you're like, well, come on, maybe it's a small data set, maybe, but it's it, it's it's not enough of a data set to say definitely. So I think it, it remains to be seen, and I don't know. I mean, listen, I'm not at, at either club, but. Tactically, I think we should find some holes in this guy's game 
So for me, if we can play, you know, we play like all inverted wingers or inside tens or whatever you want to call it. See if we stick a wee bit wider, Kent especially, I think we'll create problems for them because they he likes to bring the his fullbacks kind of the old pet thing and and he sent a midfield a wee bit. He likes to bring them in yeah. the park. There'll be space out wide. There'll be. I, I think we could we could really cause them some problems. And we've got good coaching staff who I'm sure are much better at this stuff than me and are picking holes that I'm not seeing. But you know, I've looked at a wee bit I've seen and I thought, look where the fullbacks are picking up some of their positions. We could exploit the width there. We could get in behind them. So. You know, like I say, I'm sure there's more than that to, to come. So hopefully, hopefully, um, we can, you know, show we're better in the in the dugout as well as in the park, and maybe pick a few wee bits and really go and teach them. You know, we are still the best team here. We are the champions, as you say, for a reason. Come and come and come and get the title off us. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing is as well is they've got a lot of boys who are who are new to not only new to Celtic but but new to Scottish football as well. Aye. And I don't think I don't think they disrespect anybody, but they've not played in an atmosphere like an old forum game as well, you know. And I'd obviously the manager as well. I don't think he's ever seen anything like an old forum game as well. And then when you've got fifty thousand bears shouting and screaming for your blood, it's going to, it's going to, you know, I, I could I could see it. I mean, it's happened. It's happened to the, a lot of people in old forum games where the first match where they just freeze because of the hostility that's there and you could you, you could see that happening as well I mean maybe not with us because you know I, I imagine Lundstrom will be in the bench I think we'll have pretty much the same team from last year and it's been a team for a number of years whereas they've went through a huge overhaul as well and they're still doing it now they're still trying to sign players um, as well so I think there might be a few of them who might who might shit themselves once they you know once they see what they're, what they're up against not, not just the team but the fans in the background of it as well. But that's it. I mean, you imagine being in the <laughs> waiting in the tunnel to come out. You know, it's one of the ones and, and the place has gone wild. And, and let's be fair, I, I don't know, certainly not any time soon, maybe back in the day, right? But no, not in a long time has anybody came out to 50,000 Rangers fans and not a single away fan. That, even even last year, uh, sorry, the year before, and, and whatever, when it was into the seven eight hundred or whatever, there was still that wee bit in the corner. There was still a noise. There was still something. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now, there'll be absolutely nothing apart from, like you say, uh, hostility. Yeah. If you know, so I, I don't know, man. It's, it's it's different. So nobody's faced that before. I don't imagine. So now nah, I think you're right. It it'll be a test of character for them. We, you know, we don't know enough about them to see how they're going to handle it. But it'll be yeah. a test of character for them. See, listen, same goes a wee bit, right? You can say if we start Roof, well, he's never played an old firm game. He's barely played in front of a, 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 a Phil Ibrooks. So, you know, a couple of these boys might be like, holy shit, what's going on here? You know, but um, they, you would think it would affect them more than us, you would hope. And listen, if, if they pick three or four new boys and two or three of them shit themselves, happy days. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like you said, you know, about some of the some of the other players as well, like Roof hasn't played in front of you. An old for him crowd. He's played an old for him games and scored, but he's he's not he's not been there with the crowd there yep. um, as well. And there's there's a few of the boys like that as well who are who are who are potentially going to start who would start the team. So uh, talking about the team, if you were going to if you were able to pick a team for for Sunday, would you you know what, what would you have in there? And I'll see how I how I compare because I was thinking about this earlier on. 
Do you mean name the players? Aye, off the top of your head, if you could pick a... Oh, I name thought, but that's right. Okay, okay. It should be should be pretty straightforward and pretty easy. So, McGregor, mm-hmm. I think, I think he picks himself. Tav, Goldson, Hollander, left back. I'll come back to it. It's probably the only question mark. Um, Davis, Kamara, Arebo, on form, I mm-hmm. think, um, and then Kent, Ruth, and Morelos. Yeah. Again, Kent's one that you're like, his form's been honking, but he's a big game player. They're terrified of him. It's the, you know, he, he, he doesn't like them. He, he's done them plenty of damage home and away. We know this. Um, yep. So you can't really leave him out. Listen, if he goes and has a nightmare, then you take it on the chin and you go, look, the boy's in this fixture. He's built up the credit in the bank and, and he gets his shot for me. I'd be picking, I'd be picking Kent. I know that might not be a popular choice. Left back, you just don't know what's going on with Borner. Um, yeah. As I said earlier, I think we can we'll get some joy on the flanks. So you'd like to have Borner there because he's got good delivery. Um, Bassey, I wouldn't be too worried. I'm not like I'm not going to be like, oh, it's Bassey. But well, you know, it's a weak link. We're in we're in immediate danger or anything. I don't think that about the kid. I would just prefer to have Borner if it's you know he's fully fat, he's fully Borner, and maybe because he's came back and he got an injury for for Croatia. Uh, as they were getting knocked to it, as we know. So, you know, he's maybe not quite himself. And if that's the case, and you take no chances. But if Borna can get left at home on Thursday and be fighting fit for Sunday, I might be tempted to put him in. But left back. And then probably, traditionally, I'd go Arfield over, over Aribo. But Arfield's not started the season very well. Um, although he got a goal his first touch at Ross County. Uh, Aribo's starting to play in a form. So I think I'd probably be more inclined to go Aribo. Um, yeah. What about you? Yeah, I'm pretty much the same as you. Um, the left-back one was the only one I sort of struggled with, but because Bassey's played so well um, the last few games, and I'm not unsure about Borner, but usually if, it, if you had to pick, it would have been Borner. But Calvin Bassey's been sensational the last few games, hasn't he? Um, there's no way you can deny how good that he's that he's been up and down that up and down that left left-hand side um, as well, and the crosses he's working in as well have been they've been fantastic. Um, and his defensive work as well has been, I would say, has been pretty exceptional as well. So I've been really happy to see him in there. Um, so it's just, it just all depends who's fit. And obviously you're trusting the manager as well. Um, if you were looking at it, I'd probably say Borna because he does have stuff in the bank. But Kent would start for me, definitely. Even though he's not had the greatest of starts to the season, they're terrified of him. Um, you know, they, and I think they still are. Um, so I, I would, I would definitely put. I would, Kent would be playing for me. I would pretty much have the same team as you, in there. I'd have Davis, Kamara, and Aribo in the middle of the park. Backline the exact same as well, and then my strikers would be Morelos, Kent, and Ruth in there as well. With the uh, option think... of bringing somebody like a Scott Wright, who's played very well and obviously was injured um, uh, at the weekend for him to come on and you know maybe come up and light the place up a wee bit as well when he, if he came on. But there's there is a lot of potential in there, isn't there? Aye, and I think the there's a couple of interesting points. I think we also, for me, another one that could easily start, who I think started the season well, Yanis Hadji. When he, yeah. When he, when he see him in the team and go, oh my God, I can't believe it. He started the season well for me. I, I think Hadji, Hadji started good. So he's on, he's on form. 
he's he's confident, he's feeling good. I think we could you know, you could you could throw Hadji in there and, and you wouldn't lose a huge amount into the roof, for example, maybe. Um, yeah. I don't know. So or even in the middle of the park, um, you know, he's he, he's 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 playing in there. Um so I think uh, Hadji could be a shout. Kent, absolutely. The thing with Kent is if you're in their dressing room, God forbid, right, and you look at the Rangers <laughs> team sheet comes out and Kent's not on there, you got a lift. You feel yeah. a wee bit better. You don't want that. You want them to look at that team sheet and go, oh, shit, I was hoping that guy was going to four and six today and he's not, or yeah. whatever. Do you know what I mean? So definitely pick him. And then going back to Bassey, and the reason I would go for Bonner over Bassey is, you're right, Bassey's looking good, but he still has those wee moments now and again where you can tell he's a young kid. Do you know what I mean? Where he just does something that's a wee bit like, it's a kid brain fart. It's just a wee bit, you know, like he's overzealous or he's, you know, and I'm not meaning like the penalty. He was unlucky. He's got. He's trying to get his body in the road and it's hit his hand and that, that's it. I'm not talking about the penalty at Ross County, but he just does wee hangs now and again where you're like, you can just tell he's a kid still learning the game. Uh, and for me, I would prefer, you know, the experienced Ted who's played in these games, who's set up goals in these games. I would prefer Borna if, if he's right for it, and if no, then I'm not majorly worried about Bassey, but I think that's the only wee bit is why I plumbed for him. So it's not criticism, it's just Borna's more experienced, more well-rounded, more um, secure, I would say, as a as an individual, do you know what I mean, in these games? Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with you there as well. I definitely would. It's, it's going to, I'm just, I'm just, the battle, obviously, Vince, we, we usually do this once we talk, but it gets you, gets the battle fever going, doesn't it, after you talk about Aye. it, get yourself you know, thinking about it and going ahead for it, I just can't wait for it to, I just can't wait for it to happen. I won't ask you for a scoreline because I think that might jinx it. I'm feeling a wee bit, I don't know, I don't know why I'm feeling a wee bit nervous because obviously we haven't started well as well, but all the press mongering, like I said, I think we spoke about this earlier as well, it's just been wild and it does get, it does play in your head when you're looking on social media and stuff like that and you see stuff. I think I need to do you a, a you, Keith, and just, you know, get rid of social media for a few days. Well, that's why I don't do it, man. It's a waste of energy. Waste of energy, <laughs> isn't it? Um, Focus on the bears, that's all we that's it. But, no, you're right. I think, for me, the reason I wouldn't give a score is we've got a game in the middle. See if we, yeah. see if it was our next game and we had no European game, I'd give you a score. But we've got another game to go. And, listen, this is Rangers, right? If if uh, if we go and lose on Thursday and get put out and then go and beat Celtic 4-0, we're still going to be annoyed at losing on Thursday. It's yeah. an important game, as ever. The most important game in your season... Is the next one? It's, yes. it's, it's a it's a truism at, at, at Rangers. It's, most clubs, it should be a, it should be true at every club, right? But certainly it is. It is absolutely true. So let's not look past and and uh, and get him any any disrespect. So now nah, you're right yeah. not to ask yeah. for a score, but yeah, I think for us, it's just the next two games. The the good thing is, hopefully, as we're getting people back, you look. You mentioned the the squad, and you're struggling to you can't pick all your good players because we've got. We've got more now. Do you know what I mean? Um, so that's good. And then you think about going into Sunday, you're going to have Defoe available, who's not available in Europe. And I know he's not really featured much, but he's got a goal in him at any point. You know, if it's if it's nil-nil in the last 10 minutes and you put on Defoe, all he needs a half chance in the box and it's a goal. You know, yep. so there's, we've got players that, um, as, we've, as we've been talking about, that, you know, we, we look to the bench and there's going to be your rights, your Hadges, your, you know, Defoe's, your... Lunchrooms or whoever's that and Lunchroom he's not looked good but see when he comes on as a sub and he's full of energy he's looked good I thought he'd come on and look good against Livy he came on and did alright against Ross County so see if you put him on with 10-15 minutes to go he's probably 
he's got enough about him to go and do your job. So I think we'll, we'll have a decent bench on Sunday as well, which yeah. is is nice because it gives you a bit of confidence again. You just look to the bench and you go, look, we can mix it up, we can change it a wee bit. We will. And listen, if they don't play Kent and Ruth, then they'll be on the bench and it'll be Hadji and Wright that'll be on the park and it's the same rule applies. So I think um aye, I think we're in a, we're getting to a better place if we can just find a form. It's all about what we do. That, yep. that's it. Next two games, if we go and perform to our best, we'll go and get two two wins and probably two pretty comfortable wins, I think, this week, if we show our best. Because I think we're better than both teams no matter what they do, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree with you there as well. If we play to our maximum, we'll win these two games, and it's just a Aye. matter of us showing up now yep. and, and, and doing it. You know, a lot of people have been quick. Obviously, we had such a great season last season. You know, a, a wee dip, and this was always going to happen. See, so we had a dip, there was going to be daggers out for us, wasn't there? Um, everywhere that we went. So, yeah, it was always going to happen, but this is showing us now. I think, like, like we said, um, Sunday gave us a lot of confidence. You know, a lot of goals. It was four going on, like you said, about six or you know five or six, um, as well. A few opportunities missed in there as well. But uh, yeah, I can definitely see that's it's came at the right time for us, and it's now up to us to, you know, for the players to show on the park why they're the champions. And why that's it, mate. Season last season. Aye, and so there's like you say the run. There's there's two things about that. First and foremost, um. You know, if you we, we spoke before about winning the league and having a wee bit of a wee bit of a hangover where the motivation might not be quite at its utmost because you've achieved the main goal and to reset and pretend like not pretend it didn't matter, but pretend or feel convince yourself that actually that that's done now. There's something equally as important as the main thing. How can you how can you have two main things? How can you have two number one priorities? But you do, right? You know, you've got one, go and get the next one. That's what it's like at Rangers. So that's a bit of adjustment. But also when you when you lose one of these records, there's always a bit of a, there's always a bit of a bust. Do you know what I mean? Like I, you know me, I'm I'm an Arsenal fan, and when Arsenal went on their 49 unbeaten run, they lost one nil at Man United, and then all of a sudden you go and lose four at the next five, and you went for being undefeated for so long, eh, can he win a game? Yeah. You know it, it happens because you're like, oh well, that's that over, and you can get a wee bit deflated. So actually, for me, getting it done early, maybe that was the best thing that could have happened this year. Get it done, fine, move on. Going and you know going reset in that's it it's done forget about it there's no pressure because there's pressure with that to keep one and keep one and keep one and it's gone pressure's lifted just go out and play football and win your next match maybe maybe it's going to be quite a good thing for us this season that it happened so early yeah yeah definitely definitely so it's a it's a bloody huge week again huge end of the week for Rangers and just don't let us down um, that's all I can that's all I can really say for it in it as Aye. well there's not much else that we can that we can say. No, that's it, mate. And when we did this, when we did the pod last week, we'd said these are four massive games, four must must wins, pretty much. Halfway yep. there, play two, one, two, yep. one, play, play next two, win the next two, and we'll go into the international break happy uh, as much as you can be because we hate the international break. But you know what yep. I mean. Yep. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if uh, some of these, if uh, the best right back in uh, Scotland right now will get in the Scotland squad and Anthony Ralston. I seen a poll for that today. Rather than Patterson, um, so that'll be that'll be interesting to see. Um, oh, so so that was there. a so it was a, a poll for it was a poll online. I think it was it was a it was a major. I'm sure it was a newspaper. So it was the best Scottish right back. It wasn't the yes. best right back in Scotland. No, it was who's who's played as is, is is Anthony Ralston the best right back in Scotland right now? Um, so in Scotland, as in better than Tav? Yes. 
Come on, yeah. man. That's have a, a, have, that's have a, a day off, right. isn't it? It's, right, exactly. that, that's even more laughable than Everton's five million bid for Patterson. Like, yeah. come on, seriously. I the guy. I'd also seen that um, Burnley were interested in John Joe Kenny, who was at Celtic last season, mm-hmm. and Everton won't accept anything less than ten million for him. Well, and... if that's our standard, then, then yeah, Patterson's exactly. worth 25, 30 million. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, come yeah. on, that guy was a donkey. I loved um, Gerard's interview. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, the guys from Heart and Hand um, interviewed him after it and they said about Patterson and they went, how much? And they said five million and they just started laughing. That was brilliant. I was like, that's that, that's just what you want your gaffer to do. He's like, oh, first I've heard it, I'm going to go and speak to him when I go on the bus to see what's happening with it. But makes uh, it's pretty much, that's better be rejected. <laughs> you know, and obviously it was, which is, which is, which is great. Nah, I've um, seen that. And like you say, it was like, Get serious. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like it was yeah. just like, come on now, right? Well, we're laughing about it, but it's no funny. If you want to do business, then then it's get serious. And we've said this before in this podcast, you know, since when when PSG went and spent two hundred million on Neymar and Messi's left Barcelona and you know Cristiano Ronaldo's left Real Madrid, every single player, every single club in the world has a price. Do you know what yeah. I mean? There's no more. Everybody's a selling club. If you go to Liverpool, there's 150 million for Virgil van Dijk or 200 million. They're going to be like, yeah, no, we don't want it. Of course they're going to sell, right? You know, we're seeing a battle now between City, who you supporting, and Tottenham over Harry Kane. And yep. it's, a, it's a bit of, it's probably going to be get a higher number later in the window and it's going to convince them. Do you know what I mean? Like Haaland's going to go for 64 million in January, most likely, because that's when his cause kicks in. Everybody everybody's got a price so we're kidding on if somebody says there's 50 million or 20 million or whatever for whoever of course we're going to accept it but as we say 5 million was laughable you know you, yeah. you've got you've got to hit the number it's not you know a selling club doesn't mean um, there's a fire sale it means that you know if you hit the right price then fair enough you can take a player because sometimes money's just it's too much money it's too good a deal we need to accept it but aye, I'm glad the club are, are taking a strong stance because if it was a Danny Wilson sort of thing back in the day, right? We might right. have been like, we're money hungry, we'll take it. Because I think that's pretty much what happened, wasn't it? When he went to Liverpool, the club said, look, son, you might want to stay here, but we need the money, so pack your bags, you're gone. Yeah, pretty it's like Louis McLeod was the one I was thinking of as well. Aye. You know, when, when, when he left, obviously we got a terrible deal for him, like 600 grand for, a, for him as well. But yeah, Wilson, we got 2 million for him and he was a, pretty much the hottest project prospect in Scottish football at the time, you know. Playing regularly beside David Weir at the back, and you know it was, it was we were struggling. Obviously, we were struggling for cash at uh, that point as well. So it's it's mental. So it's good we're not there though. It's good that yeah. we're turning down sixteen million for Alfie or whatever it was, and then five five million for uh, for Patterson turned down. So it's good we're serious and we're we're, we're turning away these these sillier offers. Probably take sixteen million for Alfie now, maybe, but I don't know. But you know, like the the environment's changed, but. I think um, it's good. It's good that we're 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 standing true by our valuations and and getting what people are worth rather than like you say just getting whatever we can because we're skint. That's not the right message. Because then how do you go and command twenty five million for Kent if that's what you want to do next summer or whatever? Do you know what I mean? You you need yeah. to at some point you need to say nah, enough's enough. We're we're going to hold our players to the worth. Um, so I like that. Um, although hopefully there's no. You know, an acceptable offer coming from right enough. I'd rather, I'd rather keep the kid. I think he's got a good future, and we could be getting. You'd be, why, why would we not get Kieran Tierney money two seasons down the road or whatever? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's what, that that that's all feasible. It's it's potential. He might not get there, but um, that's what we should be aiming for. I think. 
Oh yeah, 100%. Definitely agree with you there. That's what we should be aiming for. Um, and that's what we that, that's what we need to do. But yeah, it's two down, two to go, mate, as you said. So yeah, massive, massive, uh, massive week ahead of us. So I, I think that's probably a probably a good place to finish up. Would you say um, for the for the night um, as well? Just based on it, we just want Rangers just to go and do the business. Two victories, and then we're back on. We're back on like uh, let's say that I, th- I think. Um, I don't know if we're looking ahead and stuff like that, but this is, let's say, obviously it's only a few games into the season, but this is a huge game. Playing an old firm game so early as well in the season, it doesn't usually happen this early. Obviously, Celtic delayed it last season to try and get the fans in, and that didn't work um, as well. But yeah, it's a huge, huge week ahead of us, and just don't let us do just. That's it, mate. Like you said, two down, two to go. Go and, go and finish it. Go and take two wins. Just remind people who we are and why we are the champions and all that. That's what it's about. Do you know what yep. I mean? Just do, do your own thing. Take care of business. Go and show up. If we show up, then we'll be fine. It's all about what we do and hopefully the team are starting to starting to do what we do and, and play good football and all that as we've seen. So, like you say, mate, let's, let's go for it. I'm buzzing. Yes. Let's do it, Rangers. Let's do it. So, we'll be back um, next week to have a look at this as well and Discuss the international break, hey Keith. That sounds something like we'd discuss, eh, mate? Aye, aye, let's, let's, <laughs> let's get right in about Scotland because we both love Scotland so much. Um, but now, nah, maybe we maybe we can do one and, and look back at how, how wrong we've got it and what a pair of tits we look like after this pod. Maybe I don't know, we'll see how aye, the week exactly. goes. But aye. Um, aye. maybe maybe we, we should try and do something over international break to break the monotony of, of shitty international football that. None of us really care for it, to be honest. It's international football for me. I, I like the tournaments, like obviously Aye. we had in the summer and stuff. I thought that was incredible. And like things like Scotland versus England, it was great. You know, it sort of brought a wee bit of stuff back. And, you know, it was, it was nice to see people buzzing and stuff like that about the place. Um, my young daughter, obviously, I've got, I've got a wee girl who's, who's, only, who's only six years old. But she was getting, obviously, she heard about it at, um, with her cousins and stuff like that as well. So she was getting involved. So obviously... My wife's English, so I've got I had half and half there. I was getting it off everybody about, you know, about the games and stuff like that as well. So it was, it was, it was good to have that back. But see, like games like these, like friendlies or qualifiers, I couldn't give a shit about. <laughs> you know, it's nice to see tournaments, but I other than that, I couldn't give a shit about it. Nah, nah, I, and and I'm the same. I enjoy the tournaments. I I I don't I don't care for Scotland in any way, shape, or form. Playing England or Italy or you know, Estonia or Venice Beach, I couldn't care who they're playing, but <laughs> don't know where that can be. But, but I, I, I genuinely couldn't care, but I enjoyed the tournaments. I did enjoy the Euros. I thought it was decent. The format was a bit crap. I hope they don't go back to it. But um, some of the games were good, man. I quite enjoyed the Euros, but I same as you. Qualifiers, it's just it's just two weeks of death in the middle of the season that this is done cold for. For me, I would rather just get going, man. Keep You know, you're just getting into it. You're just getting a bit of momentum and then you're stopped. And then it's the same again, isn't it? There's another one, and it feels like there's one, what is it, September, October, November, and you're like, oh, come on, man, just keep having a game. What's Aye, happening it's here? Much, it's getting too much now with Aye. it as well. And particularly as well, obviously, we are coming out of a pandemic, but it's still it's still very much, COVID's still very much there, isn't it? Aye. It's still very much alive. So sending all these players around the world again, is it really necessary still? No, I don't think so. And no. I don't think that like the last time they've done it with international friendlies, particularly the height of COVID last season, it was just it was just crap. Totally Aye. crap. And you were worried about your players going away in case they came back with it, you know, and been out for a while. And it's and when you get like, these glamour games and all, and it's like 
And uh, on Thursday night, it's France free Brazil playing in Hong Kong. And you're like, what? Why what the hell's that about? Who cares? Do you know, exactly. like you say, it's just, I, it's madness during the pandemic. They should have cancelled all the friendlies before. Qualifiers I get, but they should just be like, name your crappy friendlies just for the sake of it. Do you know what I mean? It's, it doesn't make sense. Yep, yep. And if our two, if our two mates are listening to this, Toner and Steve, they'll be, they'll be going off the muck because they two are, Arden Scotland fans um, as well, but I we don't we don't we, we like to give them a good dripping about that. I'm not here to judge, but there's obviously <laughs> something not right with the two of them, man. <laughs> I had a rare pals for first and foremost, and I said that tells you everything about them. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> as well. But I like I said, big week ahead, Rangers. Let's let's do this, and we'll be back next week to to dissect the the two games as well. So until then, let's go, cheers and cheers, Keith. Cheers, mate. Looking forward to it. All the yes. best. Speak soon. Let's go. Catch you Sunday. Just me.